It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonjour. Comment ça va? I'm very well, thank you. Good, good, A French good. romance expert over there speaking Francais. Oui, un petit peu, a little bit. Ooh. And your humble Ooh. servant. Yes. Always, Always here to serve. We are in the Oulala studio. So, if you are not familiar with The Rendezvous, we talk love and dating and romance and I want to encourage everybody to go to our email uh, or to email us I shouldn't say go to our email go to our website simonandangie.com mm-hmm. and all our social platforms Simon and Angie as well and please send us an email like sometimes I feel it's hard to talk about personal love dating relationship stories on the radio that's true and people sometimes. like to email us that and also we only have eight lines and they're always ringing from the second we start so we apologize they are. constantly we need, ringing. We need more lines so i want to act like we have a hundred and they're constantly it's kind of first come first yeah, serve, I, know. Yeah. <laughs> I agree so speaking of our email we have a great listener email that i want to get to next about marrying young and i don't know if you have an opinion on this simon but i want to read you this email okay. i have an opinion i didn't get married until i was 30 seven which to my serbian right off the boat family i might as well have been dead at 37 because <laughs> you were not married yet oh my from the minute i was 18 they were trying to marry me really off. oh yeah so I think they, just, they just wanted to get rid of me um but uh, <laughs> i want to talk about very early marriage versus like when is the right time so that's a great question it, that all comes from this email we have from a man who wants to get married ah, early which okay. is really interesting so let's talk about that next when did you get married what is a good time that's next on the rendezvous with simon and angie Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We take emails at simonandangie.com. I have one here, Simon. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about marrying young Mm -hmm. versus marrying older. What's the right time? Is there a right time? Um, So let's go to the email. It's Mm -hmm. Kurt from Ann Arbor, Michigan. He listens on 100.3 WNIC. Yay! Yes, Detroit. Bonjour. Yes, thank you for listening, Kurt, our new affiliate. Uh, He says, hey, guys. I have a question for you. Uh, What do you think is the right age to get married? I'm 26. I'm single now, but I want to be in a relationship and I'd like to get married. But my parents said that I shouldn't even think about getting married until I'm at least 35. They got married at 25. And even though they're still together and happy, they wish they would have waited longer. So what do you guys think? Should everyone wait until their 30s to get married or just men? What if I meet my soulmate next week? Um, Simon, it doesn't sound like he's in a relationship, but he's having these discussions with his parents and he's confused because they're saying, wait, 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 wait. I give that advice to everybody. Wait, wait, wait. Um, but what do you think? I mean, I kind of feel like case by case basis, timing is everything. What do you say? Uh, Kurt, first of all, thanks for your email. Um, I say, follow your heart. I am in the spirit more and more since there is no guarantee there is no sure thing, sure age, sure formula. It's going to work. We know 50% goes no matter what, going to separate. So if you fall in love with all your heart, and she does too, take your chance. I mean, you know. As Why long live as you, by these rules? Exactly. Why rules? No, because I really feel if you're an adult, you know, yes, I could tell you wait to be older. Mm-hmm. You wait to be younger. Mm-hmm. Do this, do that. When it's not biologically, you know, uh, ruled like for women and kids, I'd say 
do not get married before you know the person well enough to trust her or trust mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. It's all about the trust. How I, much you know the person, how much can you trust the person, and that I would look at at least a year together, living together, enjoying together. And then do what you want. If you fail, worst case, you you know, you'll have another chance. C'est la vie, Angie. Yes. It's uh, life. I'm with you. C'est la vie. I feel like everyone is different. Okay? Yes. Uh, my sister um, started dating her husband in eighth grade. They, wow. She was the pregnant prom queen of high school. They wow. got married at 19. They are now 40 and are still together, have two kids, so happily married. I begged her to not get married. I begged Why? her. Why did you? Because to me, and I'm I'm older than her, I was like, this is too young. You're going too fast. But that's what she's always wanted. She was in love with him. I think if I would have married the guy I was dating in eighth grade or I had a crush on in eighth grade, my God, where would my life be? That's me, though. Everyone is different. We all have our own experiences. We all come to a different time and place in our life. When we come to it, and it's not for someone else to say. It's sort of like, Simon, if you and I were married, and we were having marriage problems, and somebody else came and sat down and said, well, this is what works in my marriage. This is how you fix it. It's like, well, I'm glad that works for you, but that might not work for me and you, Simon. There's no universal rules when it comes to that I feel like Kurt's parents mean well by saying, listen, you're going to change a lot in the next 10 years or whatever, which is true. It is true. But maybe you change together, and who are they to say what the feeling is, where his timing is in life might be different from what theirs was. Angie, I have a tough question for you. Yes. Same topic. You have a daughter, Anna. Yes. Right? She's 12. Yes. She comes to you at 21. She wants to get married. I would beg her not to. But if she did, I would support her a thousand percent. The same I did with my sister. How far would you go to try to stop her? Uh, I would just beg her not to. I wouldn't, I, because I also know when you try to stop somebody from doing and something, what, they push back. W- what would be your biggest argument? She's 21, she says, Mom, I want to get she's married. she's going to change so, so much. Think about, Simon, the girl you were dating at 21. Can you imagine being married to that person? I know who I was dating at 21. I would have jumped off this bridge right here on Michigan Avenue. I can't say the same. If I was married to I that person. I can't say the same, Angie. Okay, but I, I've, I I will tell you why I feel that way. We, we I want to take a call, though, yeah, because we have people waiting, wanna wanting to talk next. 855-905-8255. When is the right time to get married? Is there a right time? What happened for tonight. you? Tonight. Yes, tonight? <laughs> Maybe tonight. Right. Simon, I'm sorry. I'm taken. Uh, more on when we come back on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're going off an email, Simon, that we got from Kurt, who's 26. He's single. He wants to get married. His parents are like, no way, Jose. Uh-huh. And we're saying, when is the right time to get married? I always believe in waiting as long as you can. Simon, you say, when you feel it, you feel if it. you feel it with all your and heart. And I agree with that, too, though. You know, I do agree with that, too. But... Let's go to the phones. People are calling up about this. 855-905-8255. On the line, listening on Mix 106 in Philadelphia. Shout out to Philly. Bonjour, Philly. Uh, from Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. Here's Corinne. Hey, Corinne. Hey, you guys. Bonjour, Hi. Corinne. What do you have to say about the marriage topic? Is there a time that's right or no? Well, I got married at 24. Uh-huh. And <laughs> divorced. And um, got remarried when I was 30. Um, I'd say that uh, in that sense, I would say it's a good idea to wait. But at the same time, having a practice marriage 
was so helpful. <laughs> a practice marriage. So, Corinne, let me ask you this. So, you say to wait. Um, is I know, and I know you have a personal experience with it. Let's pretend you never married that guy, and you think about the twenty-four-year-old you. Why would you tell you to not get married at twenty-four? Um, well, I guess it's only hindsight. I think part of the issue was that we weren't established as much. I think if I mean, I think if you have a or this established, so first, were were there money problems? Is that yeah, the, there was some okay. yeah, there was some debt, and there and was, people fight about that. Of course, yeah, yeah it's yeah. a big deal. And then, yeah, and I think work wise, we didn't feel as secure in our jobs. So yeah, it kind of goes back to the money thing, I guess. Really, okay. Perfect, and, um, perfect. I want to know about this new relationship. I want to talk more with Simon. Yeah, I have a question. Yeah, we have questions. So can you hold on to our next segment, Corinne? Sure. Okay, great. When we come back, yes. we'll keep talking to Corinne. I want to talk more about timing and marriage and when is the right time. Is there a right time ever? It's like people that say, <laughs> oh, we're not ready for a baby. There's never a right time for a baby either, let me tell you. But let's talk more <laughs> about marriage and timing when we come back on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about marriage, Mm -hmm. um, specifically people that want to get married really, really young. I have an immediate reaction of, wait, wait, you don't know who you are yet. Don't do it yet. Um, Simon, you say do it when you feel it. And I agree with that part, too. But And we have Corinne, who's been telling us her story about getting married young, and that did not last. Yes. And Simon, I want I know you have a question yeah. for Corinne uh, listening. Co- hi, Corinne. Corinne, hi. Uh, hi. Welcome back. I have a question for you. Uh, what have you learned? You said it was, what have you learned when you look back at that first marriage, and do you regret and you're married again. Yeah, and you're married again. So uh-huh. you said the practice marriage. What have you learned? And two, do you regret to have that first practice marriage? I learned that it's, I think, one of the most important things, be stable financially. Yeah. Do you feel like, do you feel like when you, you so you married again at 30 is what you said? Yeah. And you were more financially stable and the person you married was more financially stable. Yes. And this is what I'm saying, Simon. I feel like there's such a growth between your 20s and your 30s. Yeah. You don't have money yet. You're trying to figure out how to be a grown up. You're out on your own for the first time. Um, and money is, let's face it, one of the biggest things we argue about in marriages. And that can be a hard thing. But love is love. Yes. Exactly. So, 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 Lauren, do you regret yeah. the practice marriage? Do you regret to have had this first, even challenging years or not? I will say I learned from it. So I don't, I, I, there might be some regrets, but overall, I, I learned to be more patient and I learned that there's certain things that are not as big of a deal. So now in my second right. marriage. Like anything yeah. in life, if you learn something from it, even if it's horrible, that's why it's, I, it's, it's a good thing. Absolutely, Angie. That's why, Corinne, I've asked you this question because I believe that learnings makes you a better person mm-hmm. and who doesn't fall doesn't know how to stand up again. Corinne, Interesting, Corinne, thank you so much. And Simon, when we come back, I want to talk more about marriage because you're not married. You've I, never been married. Never been married. Corinne, thank you so much for calling and listening to The Rendezvous in Philly, okay? Oh, thank you guys. I really enjoy it. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you. More about marriage, waiting. Should you wait? Should you not wait? Should you just jump right in with both feet when we come back on The Rendezvous? You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So, Simon, we've been talking this whole show so far uh, based off a listener email from Kurt in Detroit who said, Hey, I'm 26. I want to get married. My parents are saying, No way. You got to wait until you're in your 30s. You don't know who you are. 
I told you I waited till 37, mm-hmm. uh, much to the uh, uh, astonishment of my Serbian right off the boat family <laughs> who thought I should have been married at 12, maybe. But <laughs> Simon, you're 48. You've never been married. Never so been tell engaged. me, never, no, been, never been engaged. No. And I know you've been in love. Uh, yes. So tell me what has made you wait. So, contrary to you, my father, Robert, um, who has been married with my mom for 51 years, told me on and on and on, I remind my mother who was here last weekend, do not get married before you're 40, my son. Right. No matter what, why? no matter who you, why? Because he said, you're going to be, you know, enjoying flirting, yes. ooh la la. Because you don't get that time back. Yes, exactly. So, my father said that. He said, no matter how you're in love and this and that. Now, what he did, he created a wall for my brother and I. It was like my father, who we admire so much, who's been mm-hmm. married for so long, do not get married no matter what. I do believe that this rigid, rigid wall. Wait, he said never get married? Until you're 40. Never. Oh, until you're 40. Until okay. you're 40. Okay. But that wall, that rule for my father, who's a very high, you know, uh, uh, also You have legal much respect. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Much respect. A, a figure. He's, he's so knowledgeable. He's so wise. Why so wouldn't wise. you listen to him? Yes. You know, yes, exactly. And also, it's so... That was never questioned. Okay. It came to my mind, to my subconscious, that that was a forbidden thing. Do not get married. Don't right. get attached. Don't do right. this. I think my father allowed the foundation, which made my, my love life more difficult than others, because it wasn't a forbidden thing. Because Don't get engaged. You're Don't doing what he said. Yes. But so now you put, you're wanting it. So now, first of all, I'm past 40. And two, you know, life alone is difficult. Mm-hmm. Life alone is not always fun. Life alone can be lonely. So now that I'm past 40, and my mom said, that's right. I never thought what your father repeated to you and your brother on and on and on and on. Would Don't stick. get married for you. Okay, yeah. Yes. So that's why I think I, I put that on the side. It's not because, like you said for yourself, said, Simon, if I married who I was with at 21, be disaster. Right. I, it was not be like this for me. I met wonderful women at 21, 22, 23. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could have been with one of them. I don't think it would have been a disaster. Don't you feel the growth that you've had, let's say even from 30 years old or 35 years old, don't you think that that growth has made you so much better of a person. You're so much more ready to be a husband. You have so much more to offer from that growth. Def- no, de- thank you. Yeah, definitely. I think I have learned to be more patient, more tolerant. And I myself, you know, with years of therapy and years of self-reflecting and all that, I've learned to be a better man. Yeah, but here's the thing. We're never ready when we think we're going to be ready. And if we wait forever to be ready... We're waiting forever. It's what I said about people with children. I'm not ready financially. Blah, 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 blah. There could be a million reasons you're not ready for children. It's always a learning experience. With marriage, you're going to be growing together. And that's part of being married is you learn together, you grow together, and you learn who you are as people, and you share that in life together. So it's hard. I, I, very, I, and I haven't been there yet, and that's why. But there's one thing. I have no regrets mm-hmm. because I don't and think— good. Yeah. No regrets. And on that matter, like I've missed the one and all this because I think the one is in front of me and coming. Yes. My other half. You're ready. You're open for it. I I feel comfortable saying it. That's the difference. I feel like you're opening yourself up to love even since I've started working with you six months ago in a different way. Whereas before dating, dating, dating. Girls, 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 women, women, women. But now you are putting a different energy out there. Yeah, that's true. It's I want love. I'm open for, I'm not going to waste my time filling my time. I want to keep myself open for the right one. The the race is over. I've lost the race. Okay, just remember that. I raced. I lost the race. I'm I'm on the side track. I'm walking now. You're starting to begin the race. Yes. The marathon of life. Yes, and I'm walking 
Yes. I'm not running. Yes. I'm not in a fast car, yes. and I'm not trying to impress anybody. Yes. So, so I've learned. I've learned. You're not racing for it. You're just casually strolling through life, being who you are, and that's attractive. Uh, thank, thank you, Angie. So, you know, like that's why I think now my time is coming. I mean, there's, it's never too late. No, right? So it's never too late. That's, so that's I always believe that you know it's it is never, never too late. I agree. So, Simon, love comes when love comes, and we take it when we can. The timing of love. That's I right. I agree. I so, agree. It Simon. will happen to me, and we will talk about it. When that day happens, I Woo! told Angie, yeah. We're going to have a party. Oh, la, 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 la. In this Ulala studio, yeah. Yes. Okay, Simon, when we come back, let's wrap up this whole marriage thing, and let's get to some questions. We're going to do our favorite game. We haven't done it in a minute. Oh, yes, we haven't. Date? Right, or dump. dump. Somebody needs to know if they should date somebody <laughs> or dump them. We're not even talking about marriage. We're talking about should I date even. <laughs> That's it. That comes up next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We get emails at simonandangie.com that need answers, Simon. Yes. Sometimes it's advice. Sometimes it's a comment. But now we're going to play date or, or dump. dump. Uh, this is kind of a long email. So maybe in our next segment, I'm going to ask for your opinion on this. Um, okay. But uh, I want to get to this. Uh, date or dump, by the way, if you don't know, if you don't listen to the show. And why don't you? How dare you? A uh, date or dump. <laughs> is somebody that's maybe in a relationship or just started first date and something's going on. They have a weird feeling. Should they date them? Should they dump them? That's what we're here for. Mm -hmm. So let's get to this. It's from Dina, who listens in New Orleans on Voodoo 104. She says, hello, Simon and Angie. Uh, I went on a first date with this guy last night. Uh, Dina says, we went to an arcade, which was really fun, until we played air hockey and I beat him. <laughs> he freaked out, kept insisting that we play again until he won. I finally just let him win so we could leave, but he was pouting about it throughout the rest of the date. He wants to hang out again, but I'm kind of bothered by what a sore loser he was. Oh, my God. Should I date or dump him? Simon. Dina. Wow. I mean, I always try to find a... The spin to find love or competitive, or to, yeah. but this it's it's junior high it at, is. at best, and so I mean, <sighs> I feel like everything's going to be a competition in this relationship, or or just that. That's what I don't. That's why. Let me, if you well, think let, of it, Angie, I want you to think for a second about this because we have to take a break real yeah. quick, and I want to get your opinion. This to me is uh, somebody that's very competitive. It's We talked to Jill, our producer, one time, who was saying that her uh, her boyfriend had to drive around until he found the best oh, parking right. spot. I remember and that. I'm like, this is a competition. He needs to win. He needs to get as close as possible. It's like taking a half hour. Men are competitive, okay? So are women. And so are women. Right? So are some women, big time. Oh, yeah. But uh, I want to get to this competitive thing, and should she date or dump him? It might be petty, Maybe there's a deeper issue when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're doing a date or dump advice email. Yep. Uh, Dina says that, hey, I went on a date with this guy who got hyper competitive at an arcade about a stupid air <laughs> hockey game. Yes. And she's seeing these like red flags. Simon, should she date or dump him? We're talking about competitiveness. And to me, this is kind of a red flag, but maybe, I don't know. It could be, I could go either way on this one. So I need your help. What do you think that Dina should do here? 
I'm, I'm in a tough spot too because You're, you could go either it's way so too. It's so junior high. It bothers me. Did this? It's so but, junior high. But there are some guys that are the sweetest outside of that competition, and, that and they just love to compete. Yeah. My husband is super competitive. He gets so annoyed if he loses at anything, but he's the greatest guy ever. So, so. But if he freaked out on our first date that's, about air that, hockey, that's, that's okay, the part. So, Okay, you nailed it, Angie. So I, I'm going to say dumb for this time because the emotional insecurity that he showed is so big. that It, 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 just, it, it, yeah. it overwhelmed the first date. Yeah. Like, he couldn't just be like, you know what? I lo- she's amazing. Like, I'm just going to, whatever, Sorry, let her win Dina. and let it go. I hate to do that because I love to try to find a way for, for love. But I, I mean, think this... it could be a metaphor for other things in their relationship, right? Yeah, I mean, really, the fact that he freaked out, you know, and kept him sitting or playing again and again until he wins... No, you, sorry. Oh, I don't like that, but I said dumb. I feel like everything will be a competition in their Pro- relationship. Probably. Right? Probably. Yeah, it's, it's, I agree with Simon. It's, I It's to grow up, this man. Yeah, Dina, I agree with Simon. So, I, I think, you know what? Be happy that he showed you who he was. Yes, we both agree. Dumb. Dumb. This dude. And find a grown-up. If possible. Yes, please. <laughs> man, yes. baby. He's a man, baby. Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah, cool. Yeah. Simon, uh, our phones are actually lighting up about this because we are, women are competitive, too. Oh, la, so right. la, 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 they are. You're so right. Oh, la, 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 la. We got one of those. Yeah, it's a different kind cool. of. <laughs> you have a personal yeah. story about that, I think. 855-905-8255. Phone lines are lighting up. Let's get to the calls next when we return on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about competitiveness now yes. in relationships. And I think this, Simon, happens, you know, in, in every couple. I feel like there's always some competitiveness. If you're both career people, who's making more money? Who's doing better? Who looks better in the gym? Who's this? Who's that? <laughs> Who runs faster? Yes. There's always something. Who cooks the better dinner? Whatever it is. There's competitiveness a lot. And uh, we had a date or dump call from a woman named Dina said, hey, I went on a date with a guy. First date, he was like yelling and pouting about the fact that I beat him in air hockey. Like, what is that about? <laughs> Competitiveness happens. So let's go to the phones. I want to hear stories about how you or somebody you're dating was or is competitive. 855-905-8255. We have a call right now. Owen is on the line from Elmhurst, Illinois, listening on 93.9, My FM in Chicago. Hi, Owen. Bonjour, Owen. Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, of course. Yeah. I just want to say I totally think she should dump this guy just because from my past experiences, mm-hmm. the competitive, especially on a first date, if you're going to, if you're going to, you know, get red in your eyes or whatever over something, right. over something like, uh, like, you know, like air hockey, you know, that's going to lead to more later in, in a relationship. I mean, a relationship you need a lot of compromise to make a relationship work. And if you're trying to win everything, I, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's the petty. First date is, is, is the big thing. I mean, like, I'm competitive. Um, I remember in college I was dating this girl, Ashley. We went to a uh, – we went. We were at a party. It was a college party. They had beer pong. So we got on, and we ended up winning a couple games together, and it was nice. cool. But then we lost, mm-hmm. and she went crazy. She she was like, no, we got to get back out. we got to – we can't leave. And, I, and, and like, it's a, it's a big turnoff when, <laughs> over petty stuff like that. Like, I'm yes. totally cool. Like, if you want, like, I want to be the best person at my job or, like, right, I right. want 
you know that that is that is like a goal towards something. But I get that. My husband as, is as my husband is super competitive. It. We play cards. He cheats sometimes. He's so <laughs> competitive. He? Yes. If he would have done that I on our first that. date, it would. Ask our producer Jill. She's well, played you play cards. cards? With me. Yes, he sometimes cheats. <laughs> so I get the competitive thing. I think it's sexy in a way later on. But like you know, you're saying, <laughs> Owen, this first date. I mean, come on, Simon. What do you think about that? Would that be a turnoff for you? With Simon, you play ping pong. Very. Simon is like Forrest Gump. <laughs> no. So good at ping pong. If a woman was really pissed on your first date because you kept beating her, which you would. And insisted you stay there all night until she won. Wouldn't you feel a certain type of way? Can I be honest? I would, I would play it until no end. I know you I would. I could not stop but playing. You would, because you're competitive yeah. and you would be proving no. a point. Like, hi, I'm going to win if too. She, no, here's the difference. If she made a fit, you yes. know, how, uh, uh, that's the difference. If I see an emotional fit. First date. Yeah, that's not going to go well. But if she wants to play all night long, we're gonna play. We're gonna we're gonna play. Hey, and then a month into your relationship, that's sexy. Let's play ping pong all night long and like battle it out. And that's kind of like foreplay. But if you're on your first no, date and somebody's I, pouting, yeah, that I agree. The pouting, red flag. right? It is. It is. I mean, the guy in in, in the date or dump we had, you know, for dinner, the guy freaked out, right? And then he wanted to play again and until he won. So um, emo- that's an emotional, you know, illustration of where you are in life. Uh, also, I agree. You know, so. And didn't uh, we, she say she had to let him win, too? She so. had to let him win <laughs> right. so he would stop pouting. And so they, just, they could end the date because he didn't want to stop. I, that's why we're all on the same page. How I do mean, you think Owen. a fight would go with these two? How do you think any oh, argument man. would go? He would have to win all of them. She would have to give in every time, just in an argument. That would be terrible oh. because, you know, happy wife, happy life. Well. So us men have to understand that. We have to give up. Go ahead, Owen. Oh, I, you know, I, I, it, it, it's saying a lot. Uh, like it you is. just said, happy, happy, happy wife, happy life. It, well, it, listen, it, the it, wife it, isn't it, always right. Initial... I'll, t- I'll tell you that. Sometimes the arguments are worth it. Owen, Simon, sometimes <laughs> the wife needs to get checked. I get that. But, you know, for the most part, let's let's all be grownups here, right? Thank you. Thank you. And, and I also want to talk with Angel about ambition in a relationship. Yes. Right? Because that's it's a good a, thing and a bad thing yeah, sometimes. Let's talk about that. Okay. Owen, thank you so much for listening Thanks. in Chicago. We oh. appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you, guys. All right. Love your show. Thank you. We love you. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. I have a feeling I'm going to get called out when we come back. (laughs) It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We've been talking about competitiveness and relationships. Simon, you had a question before our last call. Yeah, I got to ask you a question because my parents are both very ambitious, had a wonderful life. Very successful both. Yes. Yes. And uh, my mom said to me, she was visiting me last weekend. We talked about ambition. She said, I loved... From the day one, in your father, how ambitious he was. Yes. I look up to him. I'm yes. ambitious. He was. Angie, you married an ambitious man. Yes. I'm going to ask you something. Sometimes you said too much ambitious. Is there too much ambition in a relationship? Is there too much ambition in somebody? I don't think there's a such thing as too much ambition in a person. I think when ambition um, starts to interfere with your love and your relationship, that's when it's when anything starts to. Give me an example. Um, let's say. You're so ambitious that you're never home. You're constantly traveling. We don't even have a relationship anymore because you're chasing your career. I need something too. There's a reason sure. there's a reason we're married. There's a reason we're in this relationship. My husband is very ambitious. His job used to take him on the road 4 days out of the week sometimes. It became strenuous for both of us and our daughter. And so there are times where you have to reevaluate and compromise. 
if I had taken some of the jobs I've been offered since my husband and I have been married, it would have strained our relationship because it would have been out of state. It would have strained my relationship with my daughter. It would have hurt my family. So if your ambition, like anything, if something that you're passionate about takes you away from your family and your happiness, I think that's when it can become a problem. So maybe it's like the ambition, you know, should be the engine of your happiness but not the only goal, right? Because, yes. Because some people, it the should success fuel, it is more important. It should fuel you. It should not feed you, I like is that. what I'm saying. Like, it shouldn't be your everything, could, but could, it should be a motivator, yes. Could you have married somebody who is not ambitious, no. but a great person? No. Are you serious? Absolutely. I need somebody which, that I can talk to. And, which leads to a different question. Yeah. It's once you carry over, and ambition is not anymore a task because you're retiring, how do you still get attracted to okay. somebody once both Ooh. of you are out of the Ooh, that's a great question. Workforce. Okay, let's talk about that when we come back. Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie talking about ambition yes. and relationships. It could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. You had a great question for Listen, me. Yeah, because we're talking about you know Angie and, and her husband Jason are very ambitious, both hardworking, very hardworking. But one day, game over. You yes. retire. Yes. Now, how do you see that planning? How do you start playing, Angie? How does that play out? Yeah, how does that play well, out? Well, here's the thing. I think part of the reason my husband and I are so ambitious at this time in our life, uh, especially being in our 40s, is I don't want to work until I'm 80 years old, right? I don't want to work. My mother just retired, and she's almost 70. I would like to retire a little bit earlier than that. Okay. Uh, 50s would be- 50s? 50s That's would be amazing. To 50s would be amazing to retire from working all day, every day. But I'm in what I call my money-making years, my hustle phase, right? And mm. so my husband and I are both, we have financial planners. We're putting everything away, right, every right. sucking, sucking, sucking every dime away so that we can retire and relax and enjoy. Once that happens, I don't know. I might drive him crazy. He might divorce me because I'm psycho. So who knows if we're going to be sitting around all day in Del Boca Vista phase two in Florida <laughs> with all our other old people friends. And he's going to be like, this woman is a psycho. I We were <laughs> too busy to notice how crazy my wife is. I don't want her anymore. No, no, no. We're not going to let you out of this studio oh, anyway until you're 80 years old. Simon. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Just get ready. You just... I don't know. I need some wine. What time is it? It's not Midnight time for yet? wine. One, two. Um, we have some people that need real advice. <laughs> yes. Let's not, let's not talk about how crazy I'm going to be when I'm older. When we come back, let's give some advice. 855-905-8255. Also, email simonandangie.com. That is next on The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. I love when we take calls. I Me too. love talking to our listeners. Me too. 855-905-8255. We do have a call, Simon. Let's mm-hmm. talk to, from Spokane, Washington, this is Logan. Hey, Logan. Hey, Logan. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. It's going good. Logan, what you doing tonight? What can we help you with? Um, well, I just, I wanted to call and, and get your guys' advice. Um, well, I'm just going to put this out there. Um, I'm not a physically attractive guy. Um, mm. I'm short. I'm bald. Um, I had bad acne as a kid, and I have some scarring on my face. And I just, it's, it's really hard for me to, uh, to like, meet women. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, to, to get them to go out on a date with me. Um, 
But, like, the thing is, is I see guys who objectively aren't, are, are, are no more attractive than I am. But mm-hmm. I, I see them out on dates with women all the time. And I'm, I'm just wondering what, what do they do that, 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 to get girls? And I just, like, do they, do they wear a, a certain cologne? Do they, do they have, like, a special pickup line? I just, I'm, I don't go out on a lot of dates, and I'm just, I'm just wondering right. what it is that these guys do. So you're frustrated because you're like, what do they have that I don't have? What's going on? Yeah. They seem like they're in the same boat as me. What do you think, Simon? I, I know the answer to this, but what do you, what do you think? Now you go first because you're, you're the woman on the, the other side of the right. Yeah, yeah. This is what I think. I mean, I don't, I don't know you personally, Logan. You sound like a great guy. You sound like a sweetheart. I'm wondering if the, what the other guys have is some confidence that maybe you don't because I feel like that is such an attractive feature confidence that it can overshadow any shortcomings that you think you might have that maybe the other people are not noticing. Um, but it's so top of mind for you because you're you and you deal with whatever it is every single day. And I think a lot of times attitude is everything and swagger is everything. And there's nothing more attractive to a female than a man with confidence. What do you think, Simon? I think your best weapon is a sense of humor. Yeah. I think that women, a man, we cannot resist a good laugh. And I think that, in, and you can look in Hollywood, soft, the, the comics have had more success than just the handsome boy. Yeah. It's, it's fascinating because we all want to laugh. It's a pleasure in laughing. It's, it's the expression of joy of life. So I get it, Logan. You know, it's not really the look that matters. It's indeed the confidence, the sense of humor, et aimer la vie, and to love life. Mm-hmm. So here's how you do it. Next time... And you remember those words, who doesn't dare, doesn't live. You go to the girl and say hi, you know, and you speak. You get rejected, you go on to the next. Until, click, it's a magic match. Yeah. You know, really, that's how it goes down to. Because at the end of it all, you know, the rate of divorce is not bigger or lower depending on your physical attraction. That's so true. It has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Learn how to listen. Mm-hmm. So when you go on a date, ask questions and go out there. Be, inter- be interesting, genuinely in what they have to say. It's the key to a good date, a good time, lightness, a good conversation. And confidence. Lo- confidence and laughing. Mm-hmm. So really, wow. please don't worry about it anymore. Take a dare. Take a dare and Take just be dare. confident. Don't worry about what somebody has that you don't because you have so many things in your, you have so many things in your bag of weapons. You just need to pull we, them out and use them. We can use a little French English to take, to get a derriere, get a dare. Ah, to take know, a derriere, get a dare. I don't know if we can use that. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. A little, fr- a little French there. Or you can learn French. Or you can learn French. There you go. That always I, helps, I, too. Yeah, maybe if I had a, a cool French accent, maybe, um, maybe more <laughs> girls would like me. Hey, you know what, though? There's a lot of guys with French accents that have problems, too, Logan. I, I, really I just, get rejected. Logan. Yeah, just be you oh, and, yeah, yeah. And, and be confident and be happy and, and glow from the inside. You, you can do that. Yeah, exactly. And and dress okay. well, that helps too. Yeah, the dress, right colors. Dress well helps. Dress well helps. It does. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. It's all a part of your confidence though, because if you look good, you feel good. And yep. if you feel good, then you're putting it, out that exactly. energy. Okay? That's true. Bunch Thank chance. you guys. Thank you. Logan, I'm going to try that. You're going to find the woman of your dreams. We just know it. We it's true. Okay. All right, Logan. I good luck so. to you. Good luck get, to you. Get, right, out get out there. Get out there.
I will. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for Logan. calling, Logan. Good luck. Yes, I love that, Simon. Bye-bye. That was good advice for him. Bye-bye, honey. 855-905-8255. That is our number. If you need any advice or you have any comments or questions, give us a call. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. If you missed any of our show tonight, simonandangie.com. You can listen back to all the podcasts. Simon Marcel, we had a great show tonight. We talked about did. the right age to get married from a young man whose parents said, wait, wait, wait. We talked about competitive competitive natures in <laughs> relationship, uh, people that compete in relationships and in your ambition as well. But going back to the right age to get married, you had a great Simon Says. Thanks, Angie. Yeah, I said when so many ask... When, when will you get married? Remember, you're the only one who knows the answer. You're the only one. You're the only one. In meaning, your at the end of it all, time. it's your life. You're an adult. You decide. We can all give you an advice if you ask us. Just in your heart, you know when it is the right time. It's different for everyone. That's it. Like I said, my sister married her eighth grade boyfriend. 40 years later, they're still together. And you're still together, and you married at 37. I married at 37. And I'm 48, and one and, day I'll get married. And it'll happen. Yes, and it but will that's be forever. But that's a perfect example. Yes. Look at this range here we have. Abs- you know, young, middle, 150 years old. It doesn't matter, <laughs> Simon. Thank you. That's for me, the 150 years old. <laughs> that was a joke. I love I you. I love you. Love you're you too, young Angie. and vibrant, and your love is coming. Your your wife is you coming. You know it. I know she's right around the corner. All right, Simon. Thank you for being with us tonight, everyone. And we will talk to you tomorrow on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.